critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast, where you get a little bit harder to fool every time you listen. So let's start off this episode by doing what we normally do, and a let's do a quick review of a compliance tactic that we covered earlier this season called the lowball tactic. So the low, do you want to hit pause real quick? Before I give you the answer, hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what this tactic is. Okay, so the low ball tactic or technique happens when someone gets you to agree to a really good offer, knowing full well that after you've agreed to it, they're going to change the offer into something they didn't think you would agree to. But they're hoping that you'll accept it anyways. In fact, they're counting on the fact that you already committed, that you already said yes, and that you won't want to back out of your commitment. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're getting lowballed, is this. Did they change the deal we agreed to? Okay, if you want to review or learn more about this tactic, go back and check out episode 134. And I do want to say thank you real quick to our sponsor, CTC Math. CTC Math is a homeschool program that provides online video tutorials to make learning math easy and effective. CTC Math uses creative graphics and animation that's sure to grab and keep your child's attention. And they give you extensive reports that are just super valuable in monitoring your child's progress. So check them out and you can start a free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. Okay, so today we are starting, starting, we still have some more to go, starting to wind down this little mini series on propaganda tactics. And today we're going to be talking about a tactic called hyperbole. So hyperbole is when someone makes an extravagant statement or uses a figure of speech for effect or for added emphasis. We would normally not think that hyperbole statements are intended to be taken literally, and usually they aren't, because we use these a lot in our daily life. But sometimes they're used with the hopes that they'll be taken literally. So let me just start off by giving you a few examples of hyperbole that you've heard and you've likely even said yourself. I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. My feet are killing me. I was just, I just about died of embarrassment. That plane ride sure took forever. This is the best book ever written. I love you to the moon and back. The pen is mightier than the sword. I've told you this 20,000 times. My parents would kill me if they found out. Or how about cry me a river? Okay, can you see how these statements are used to try to make an emphasis and to try to kind of paint a picture of something, but they're not meant to be taken literally. Like when we say, I'm so hungry, I can eat a horse. Nobody actually intends to go find a horse and eat the horse, right? They're just saying, that's how hungry I am. So that's kind of a a usage of hyperbole. And again, we use this a lot in our daily language. Another place that hyperbole happens often is in advertising. So for instance, there was an Isuzu ad from the 1980s that bragged that their SUV had, quote, more seats than the Astrodome and could, quote, carry a 2,000 pound cheeseburger. 
Okay, can you see the hyperbole there? There's no way that an SUV had more seats than the Astrodome where there are hundreds and hundreds of seats. Maybe, I mean, probably thousands. I don't know how many seats are there. Um, and there's no way, you know, and and then who's going to carry a 2,000 pound cheeseburger? There's no such thing. But they were using hyperbole to try to make the point that it's got a lot of seating and it has a high towing capacity. Now, are any of these examples propaganda? No, they're just figures of speech. Hyperbole can be a figure of speech used to make something seem more interesting or to try to really make a point. However, hyperbole can be used manipulatively, and that's when it becomes a problem. And often, hyperbole is used in a negative way. I know I've used a lot of examples from politics lately, but that's one of the big places where we see a lot of these tactics being employed. So we're going to use another political example. During the during a debate for Virginia governor, one of the candidates accused the other of having a plan to, quote, unleash COVID because he wasn't planning to mandate the COVID vaccines. Okay, can you see the hyperbole language there? Just because the other candidate didn't plan on mandating the vaccines and forcing them doesn't mean he was going to be unleashing COVID. That language was intentionally used to make his decision seem terrible and to make it seem more or worse than it was. Another example is another state representative saying that the federal government is, quote, being held hostage by the NRA. Now, is the NRA actively holding all the people in government hostage? No, of course not. But this language is again used to incite annoyance and anger about a particular policy, or in this case, the organization NRA. And by the way, this isn't only a tactic used on one side of the political aisle. Trust me, both sides use it liberally and often because they have found it works on people. It appeals to their emotions and it helps to get people on their side. So the question to ask yourself when someone is using hyperbole is this. Are they using that figure of speech to get an emotional reaction? Let me say it again. Are they using that figure of speech just to get an emotional reaction? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you'll no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.